Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's try to take some money from the sportsbook this weekend. No disrespect, guys, here at BetMGM. Yeah, we are trying, tonight, we're so. trying to take your money because, you, like you said, they have taken our money and tonight. Last night. We got to get our get back. On BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. The only sportsbook. The only sportsbook. There you go, brother. It's okay, brother. It's okay. It's okay, brother. All right, UNC and Duke. That's the game. The spread, you already know it because that's what the spread is for both of these games. Four and a half in favor of the Blue Devils. Don't expect these lines to move off of these four and a halves. I think these are set for a reason. I think we're going to see the same lines at closing tomorrow, 849, and then we got a 609 p.m. uh, Eastern tip. The total in this Duke-UNC game, mm -mm -mm. 151. And a half. This is no Nova against Kansas. There's no short rotation and guys are not playing who are the second leaders going, oh, contraire, Monfrey. This is the scoring game. 151 and a half is the total, plus 155 on the money line for UNC, minus 190 for Duke. Ryan, I said I'm coming to you first. Yeah. I'm a man of my word. What Love are you it. doing in this game? Side, total, break it all down. Sounds crazy, man, because these two teams could score. I actually like the under. I haven't played it yet because that I could see maybe going up a little bit. The over is going to be a public play between Duke and Carolina. So I haven't played the total yet. I did play Duke. Um, I don't love the number. I would have loved to play Duke on the money line, but I wasn't going to lay minus 190 in this spot against Carolina. I actually think this works out for Coach K and Duke in their favor that they lost on Coach K night. They were embarrassed. He had his little fit yeah. uh, on the microphone. But I always take Can the you do ex- the impersonation of a – Coach K having a fit really quickly. Yeah, sorry to derail your break. I don't know that I can tonight. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't He's know. If, if you ever, if you ever feel up to it, just let me know. Just slide it in there. We'll, in a bad mood. we'll make a big deal. I don't deal think I don't. That. I don't think I have it in me tonight. Okay. All right. Next time. Shut up. I don't. I don't have it in me. Yeah, it's not. That's, I, I don't, that's okay. I, I don't. It's concerned. You know what? Yeah, I don't have it. Uh, but I always you got to go with the more experienced coach. If you look at NCAA tournament history, Q, you're probably tired of hearing me say I'm this. I'm tired of you like talking broke, down. We've broken down this game 40 times. We have. So 63% of the time, the coach with experience wins in the Final Four. 74 and 44 against first-year coaches in the Final Four. Coach K, 4-1 and all-time against coaches making their first Final Four appearance. I'm going to go with the experience with Coach K. He's been really good in this tournament. After I ragged on him and said he's gotten lazy, that's why he doesn't recruit system players. He just goes one and duns now. I think Duke wins. they got four guys that are going in the top 40. Uh, Bancaro's been awesome. He's at 8 of 15 from three in the tournament. That is going to improve his – I don't know if he needed to improve his draft stock, but the fact that he's knocking down the three, he's been awesome. He's averaging 18 points in the tournament. I like him to win Final Four MVP. I know that's chalky, but it's plus 300. It's much better than betting Duke plus 160. What scares me is A.J. Griffin has been awesome as well. The other full-time freshman, 10.5 points per game. He's shooting 45% from three and 50% from the floor. He just went five of ten in the last two games. He has an ugly jumper. I mean, the base of it is ugly. He does, but he's hitting 50% of them. Yeah. 
He's not going to Thing that scares me, man, Carolina playing with a ton of confidence, and I don't know what Duke could do to stop uh, Armando Baycott because he's averaging 16 points and 15 boards in the tournament. He just had, what, like 21 and 20 yeah. against the Peacocks. Walking double-double. Granted, it was the Peacocks, but he's played six career games against Duke. He averages almost 16 points per game against him. Manix playing awesome. Here's a prop for you. Over two and a half threes. I played that. Look at the four tourney wins. He's 16 of 34. He's yeah. already shot 34 threes. He's hitting 47%. He also was pulling down eight rebounds, so I like his rebound prop. I like Over that. two and a half threes was plus money. Now it's minus 105. I love that. I think Duke wins. I think they're the more talented team. I think they win it all after we ragged on them all season long because they figured some things out. And, um, I, again, I think that losing to Carolina in the finale is actually going to be beneficial. All right, Tristan, what say you in this spot? Well, I think me and Ryan might just agree. Um, first and, oh. first I, and I thought we were going to have a show bet there. Oh, first we have a show bet. Oh, I forgot. You're a big Carolina You guys guy. are sick, so but I'm Tristan, split. go I'm ahead. I'm splitting with you guys. I'm on, okay. I'm on Q side once. I'm on Ryan's side once. Mm -hmm. First and foremost – the first meeting between you, Duke and UNC feels to me more like the real disparity between the two teams. Okay. I feel like all of the hype at Cameron Indoor, I think there was like 100 celebrities there. Yeah, at least. There's like 15 Gs for a ticket, remember? Gs they were only missing Tristan Crick in her jacket. I think Barack Obama was there, courtside. If I came up in the jacket and I didn't have a ticket, they might let me in. They would let you in. Oh, yeah. as long you as look I like had, money. As long as I had these guys lighting me the entire time. Yes, like, they, they, they feel like you guys crew. have to stay out, though. You could go <laughs> in. That's what happens in. when you go to the club. Well, listen to this lights off. They'd be like, no, Tristan, we yeah. thought you were the girl on that TV. That's why I need Luca to get in the crowbar looking better with the lights on. With the lights on. Yeah, with the lights on. Yeah. Okay. So the, the market, I think, tells us that the line really should be around six to seven points. The number was nine at Cameron Indoor. Mm -hmm. The number was four uh, at Chapel Hill. Mm -hmm. The fact that it's four and a half to me tells me that, one, everyone is on UNC because how hot they are right now, because of how they smack Duke around at Cameron Indoor right now. And they feel like UNC, who's, who hit literally – 70% of their shots, it felt like, mm -hmm. in that game. Me and, me and Ryan were texting back and forth because I had the audacity to take Duke in the first half against UNC, and boy, oh, boy, that thing could have hit. <laughs> but to me, the main issue here is whether UNC can hit at that phenomenal rate. Yeah. Can they hit all of those jumpers, or, or will the perimeter defense of Duke, which has stepped up over the course of this tournament, start to become too much pressure for them? Yeah. Will Hubert Davis's novice at this role, and he has done a, a tremendous job, much better than I think we thought he was going to do, will that start to become a factor as well? Because when, when you get out into transition against UNC, they're terrible at that. And, and if that's the case, it's going to be night-night sleep mask. Baycott and Brady Manick, I don't think are going to be able to, to stop getting into foul trouble against guys like Paolo Bancaro. I think you're going to have the – what we said needs to happen, right? Duke needs to give the ball to Paolo yeah. and let him get busy. Yeah. And now and then you drive, drive, dribble, drive, and then you kick out to A.J. Griffin. Yeah. You also go, like, full Showtime Lakers. You have Paolo and Norm Nixon. I mean, Jeremy Roach going up, running the break as yeah. well. And then it's just one of these problems where it just becomes more and more uh, difficult for UNC to keep up. So I feel like Duke's kind of – surging at the right time. I feel like UNC, obviously a very good team, and they've been hitting shot after shot, but I just feel like it comes to an end now. 
I feel like it's the narrative base feels like Duke's shine, one shining moment yeah. on the Coach K last year. And I feel like everything, all the slander that I've said about Duke for all year long, that the moment was too big for them, I feel like things have kind of turned around. So I've taken Duke minus four and a half. I cannot believe the gall <laughs> of Trista Crick and Ryan Horvath. To sit here, and you lucky Cam just gave me the 60-second side. But I'll make it quick. I'm sorry. You guys talk about Hubert Davis never did this, that, that. Hubert Davis was on that staff for the past seven, eight, nine years, it feels like. Okay, he's seen a game or two at Chapel Hill. He's seen a game or two with Roy Williams. He's won a game or two as a basketball player. For sure. He has his guys ready. Preach. They were trash in January of this year. That's facts. Mm-hmm. They got asked about how trash they were in January, and Hubert Davis said, whoa, 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 whoa. Look at what we're doing now. You guys needed us to beat Baylor, the team that won in last. Please beat Baylor. Please, we just knocked Baylor down. They're not going to beat UCLA, though. Tiger Campbell, Johnny Jazang, too much experience. They took them down, and then it had a Peacock problem. We'll call them the Peacock Exterminators. Oh. They beat the Peacocks, blew them out, and now they're four-and-a-half-point underdogs against UNC or against Duke. I'll break down this more after the break because i got to bet the Lakers. Both so. of you, guys. you go bet the Lakers. Come we'll on, be Brownie. back on this show. Bet MGM tonight. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's get back to breaking down UNC taking on Duke. And uh, before we left, I started my rant, and I got to get back to it. Get back to it. You guys have no shame. No shame in hating on my Tar Heels. Now, I will say this. The reason why I liked Duke all year, kind of, was because I did give them credit, especially heading into the tournament, that they do they do win tight and close games. I don't know if I love UNC to win the game, but four and a half points seems a little bit large to me especially because this team in UNC, I think they're the most complete team that Duke has faced in the postseason thus far, in the in the tournament thus far. I mean, you look at the front court matchup. Typically, you could look at a team that Duke plays and say, oh, well, who on that other team is going to be able to stop Mark Williams? I think Baycott has the body, the size, and the frame to bang with yeah. Mark Williams all night long. Like, I, I think he, he is legit, and his draft stock continues to go up as he's put the time in, at, time in at UNC, and he's a walking double-double. He is really good. He's a solid big man. He moves well. He's extremely switchable. I think he presents an issue for Mark Williams in the front court. And I look at also, let's look at the, let's look at the back court for them. We love Jeremy Roach. We love Paolo Bencaro. I mean, we love A.J. Griffin, Wendell Moore yeah. as uh, Sacramento just went up. We love those guys. But who have they faced that can score like Caleb Love? Caleb Love gave him 27 points in the second half against UCLA, a team that we thought was legit. A lot of people penciled those four letters, U-C-L-A. In the final four, they took them down. Caleb Love gave him 27 points. They have the scoring. R.J. Davis as well can make big shots. They have the guys. And most importantly, they have no respect for Coach K. None. Or Duke. We already beat you on Coach K. Put him, put they him on a they shirt. Didn't get, day. They didn't give him a going away party Come in on. Chapel Hill yeah. either. We are, what did they give him the flat out Will Smith to the Chris Rock? They, that's what they did. Open hand, open hand with four slap. right across the face. Pat. We don't care about Coach what K. What that five finger say the face? Slap, slap. We don't care about Coach K. And they handle him in Cameron Indoor. That's that's our crib. They go in there. They handle. So I think while a lot of people are targeting 
Duke in this revenge spot and without Coach all the K's cuckold stuff. Yeah, without all that yeah. weird stuff. Yes. Um a lot of people are targeting Duke yeah. as a favorite in Coach How K's last that? season as the head coach, right on the verge of going to the national championship game. Why are we not talking about the team that has been the hottest team in basketball, legit mm -hmm. since January, has the resume to head into this matchup with Duke and make life difficult for them, and also has the formula to beat Duke because it's happened before. I know it's hard to beat a team twice in a season. I'm not saying they're going to win the game. I would sprinkle something on the money line, but I'm not as confident in that, of course, as I am in them covering the four and a half. It's yeah. right now it's juice minus 115. Yeah. They have the players. They have the staff with experience and playing experience to hang around. And what have we seen from Duke before? I'm not saying that, that UNC is flawless, but we have seen Duke suffer from scoring droughts. And who have they, be, who have they blown out? They know? haven't really handled anybody. They have they have had little droughts where you're like, oh, man, Duke goes down against Arkansas. Arkansas is going to win this game. Yeah. And then Duke has to put up a heroic second half to come out of that spot. I'm not saying that UNC has not been battle-tested because they have been battle-tested. I mean, when they had Manic go out with the softest double tech I've ever seen in my life. They blew a 25-point lead, yeah. RJ, I mean, you're looking also in that game. Caleb Love was in foul trouble in that game. Yeah. It was Baycott and then the Ryan Horvath sitting on the end of the bench out there, and they, the still got the in, they still got the win in overtime. I feel like they have the the, the disrespect in their mentality to go on there and, and, and really give Duke a true punch. Give me UNC to cover the four and a half. I really like it. Now, that's my play on the side. Sprinkle something on the money line, plus 155. But what we can all get into now, because it's clear that I'm the only one that's on UNC, you guys like Duke in this spot. What about the props in this game? Are there any player props that stand out to you? We already know that Paolo Bancaro is probably going to be the most targeted basketball player on this floor. Why? Because he's he looks like he's league ready. He looks like he's league bound. Probably he's going to yeah, go right on the top does, man. three, two, or one in the draft. Yeah. Depends on what team gets that pick. His points prop right now is 17 and a half at BetMGM. Palo's rebounds prop at BetMGM is 7.5. The over is plus 105. The under, 130, minus 130. His assist number, 3.5, minus 150 to the over. And his three-pointers for Paolo Bencaro, just 1.5, plus 150. Now, that's just Paolo's numbers in the nitty-gritty in case people want to know. But are there any players that you guys are targeting specifically on the props market? You go first. Ryan. Okay, yeah. I, uh, I did play the Manic one, uh, the over 2.5 threes, and I have the exact number right in front of me right now. It's actually juiced to the under, minus 120, so it's minus 105 right now, so the plus money is gone. But again, he's 16 to 34 just in the tournament. So yeah. in four games, he shot 34, so the volume's there. He's shooting 47%. He's also scored 86 points. So I was looking at the points, but they're 17 and a half. That over is also plus money. I'm just going to go with the three-pointers. Like, he could have that in the first half yeah. or in the second half. So I like Manic over two and a half threes. That's all I played so far. What about you guys? Now, I also, to your Manic point, yeah. one thing that I think they do is because you know that Mark Williams is such a great uh post threat defensively, right. they're going to try to draw Mark Williams out of the paint. Yeah. Try to make him uncomfortable. Force him to show how good he is in the switchable area of his game around the post. And, and the best way to do that, of course, is with a pick-and-pop big like Manic. I like Manic's three-point prop and tonight. I've, lo I've looked at that. Yeah, man, so, and yeah, also I like, like your, your three-point prop. Yeah. And with, with Baycott, and like I said, he averages, so he's played against Duke six times already. He averages 16 against them. He's a walking double-double right now, and he had 21 and 20 against the Peacock. So if he draws any type of double team, too, like that's why I don't hate the Carolina pick because they have the inside-outside game right now that could damage Duke. You know, and what's Duke going to do? Are they going to switch to a zone again? So it's going to be an awesome game. Yeah. That's why taking the points with the Carol with Carolina, I think, is the smart move. I wish we could get Duke, like, even minus 165, minus 170 on the money line. We're not going to. Um, but that's that's my favorite prop in the game. What about you, T. Craig? 
I'm conflicted, guys. I'm very conflicted. I sort of like Paolo Bancaro over threes uh, just because of the value. Mm -hmm. Over one and a half threes. Yeah, I like those. Plus 150. Yeah. And he's hitting at a ridiculous rate. He had he was fifty percent from three against Arkansas, seventy five percent from three against Texas Tech. Well, what's the number though? Like the the totals. So is I'm he hitting for over right the one now. and a half. He's eight for fifteen just in the tourney, I think, right? Eight for fifteen in the tourney. So he had one against Arkansas, but he had three against Texas yep. Tech, three for four, two against Michigan State. So he's hit the over in the tournament in three of the four games they played. So I like that because of the plus money, plus mm-hmm. one fifty. And on top of that, I just actually really like his shooting form. Yeah, he's just it makes it's it he, he makes it look so easy, mm-hmm. especially when he comes up, comes off of a break, and just kind of pulls up. Yeah, just easy peasy Japanesey, and I feel like that's a good value. I also sort of like <sighs> Wendell Moore under. Uh, I don't like that juice. I was going to say Wendell Moore. I know there's so much stuff. There's a lot of things I like. And then um, I'm like, oh, I don't know about that in terms of the juice. But. You know what? It is Final Four weekend. We're not going to have college basketball for a while, so if there, there is a couple things you like, and there, like, yeah. it, I mean, I was actually expecting Manic threes to be one and a half, like juice minus one seventy-five. So when I saw the two and a half for plus money originally, I loved that. I was looking at some points. I played okay, so I did play Jeremy Roach in the last game. It was ten and a half. It's yeah. went down a full point. He yeah, did not go over. Half. Yeah, he finished with nine in the last game. I would probably go back to that, though, because you get a discounted price. He should have actually went over it. He missed a couple free throws. Um, it's juice minus 130, but I like Jeremy Roach over 9.5. I like that I mean, a lot, too. you can have too. 10 points in the first half I of like this game. It. You can't say Jeremy Roach around me and think I'm going to come back with anything other than I love exactly yeah. what you just said. I yeah, mean, you I could like say Jeremy too. Roach over 3.5 trips to the bathroom today, and I'd be like, I love it. Play it twice. And then what about Baycott points? I mean, he averages 16 in his career against Duke, and the total's right there at 16.5, and, and it's plus money. I feel like that's that's – you know, it's 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 going to be either him or Manic are going over, and I'd probably actually go with Baycott on the points because I'm getting plus money. Uh, so give me 16 and a half. I'll actually play that. I like that. I, I like, like that, that a lot. Uh, let me talk about something for a second here. Um, we didn't talk much about the total, and I, I pull it up right now, 151 and a half. Yeah. So you kind of talked about a game between Duke and UNC. A lot of the public money is going to be coming in on. That's not me. A lot of money is going to be coming in on the over in that spot. I thought somebody was getting drafted. I thought thought we were up. With the sixth pick, the draft, I draft (laughs) all new bets. (laughs) (laughs) But um, we talked about this, the total 151.5. One thing that I noticed, though, even though a lot of people I think are going to be playing the over, both of these teams are in the top 25 in in college basketball in their foul rate where they don't foul a lot. They defend well without fouling. And even with two big guys down low, like a Baycott, like a Mark Williams, uh, like a Manic even. uh, What's my guy from Marquette, the Marquette legend that's coming off the bench? Theo John. Theo John. I I don't know why I was going to say Theo Pinson. Like, they just – they do – Play really good defense without fouling. Duke is ninth in the in uh, in, in 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 the NCAA. It's a lot of ins. ins. Um, in per- personal fouls per game at thirteen and a half, and then you look down the list, sitting there at twenty-seven is North Carolina, fourteen fouls per game. So I don't think it's going to be a lot of fouls. They are both very disciplined teams. They both can shoot at the free throw line. This is a Coach K team, and this is a Roy Williams slash Hubert Davis team. Mm-hmm. They're really, really good and well coached. So I don't hate the over. I think it's going to be a solid play. I think it's going to be a chess match. And also back to the side really quickly, I kind of like UNC two and a half in the first half is dogs. They keep it close. I like the over I think it's well. going to be a chess match. So Tristan likes the over. We help. That's all of our plays for UNC Duke.